0: We had such a tremendous time last Sunday night at our prayer rally. And so it was just still really big in my heart and pastor's heart that we're just going to continue along the lines of teaching on prayer. And we're going to pray. Would you agree that there's a lot of things to pray about? That we're not done. Amen. There's many, many things that need to be prayed about. And I just have this phrase that came up in my heart this week. And if I were going to give it a title to tonight's message, it would be, we call and he comes. We call and he comes. Now, Pastor, if you weren't here this morning, you need to get that message either downloaded or or however you get it to listen to it. But he read this scripture, and I wanted to start out with it. And I know I didn't give you all verses up there, but I only have like four. So they're quick, they're sharp up there. They'll be able to follow along with me. But he read this verse, Jeremiah 33, 3, this morning. And I just want to start off with that because that is what's really resonating in my heart is us calling on God and him answering and him showing up but this is just an awesome promise here in uh, Jeremiah 33 3 in the Amplify call to me I will do what I'll get back to you as soon as I can If you get my recording, don't think anything about it. I could be away, I could be on vacation, but you know, as soon as I can. Yeah, I was listening to John hosting this week. This is a funny side journey here, but he was talking about years ago. Remember some of you way back when we used to have answering machines with our telephones. And he had just gotten an answering machine, and it was a big deal. So he gets this call. He comes home one night, and he had this call on his answering machine from Brother Kenneth e. Hagen. They were really good friends. And he said, Brother Hagen was so aggravated that he got this answering machine. He said, on this machine, I don't want to talk to this idiot machine. I want to talk to the real idiot. <laughs> So aren't you glad <laughs> that when we call, we don't get an answering machine. We don't get voicemail. When we call, he answers. And what else does he do? He shows us great and mighty things, fenced in hidden things, which you do not know, do not distinguish, recognize, have knowledge of, or understand. So I just wanted to jump off with that verse tonight because we're going to do some calling tonight. Amen. Amen. If you got your um, arrows of prayer for the month of October, that would be good if you have your copy with you. Uh, if you don't have it, they have them at the back back there. Or you have maybe an email because we may pray off of that tonight. But I quoted in the beginning of my portion there. and You know what? Why don't you go ahead and pass those out? Because I think we'll probably pray from those tonight. It's okay. Go ahead. If you don't have one, the ushers will get you one. But I quoted in part of the part that I I felt in my heart that... Our nation needs an awakening to God. Would anybody in here agree that we need a spiritual awakening in our nation? Billy Brand said something to this effect. One thing will save America. She actually said it's not the elections. It's not a political party. It's not a man or a woman. But it is an awakening to God. An awake, for something to require an awakening... You know what it means? It means they've been asleep. You don't wake up somebody that's already awake. It means either they've been asleep or, you know, they could be almost completely dead. And they need an awakening. Well, that has been the condition of our nation down through history. We're over 200 years old now, but down through the foundation of our nation and down through history, if you will study it out and you will study past awakenings and revivals, you will see in our country that every almost every 50 years or so our nation required an awakening because it was going dark and it was getting away from the godly principles on which WE WERE FOUNDED. Now, in my short lifetime, I just turned 64, I've experienced and got to see some moves of God. How many of you came into the family of God or you've heard about the charismatic renewal? I know that's when pastor got born again. Came in in the charismatic renewal in the, the 60s and the 70s. Thank God for it. But I was thinking about it today. Even if it was like 1968 and it went a little bit longer than that. But that's been... 50 years. So what needs to happen right now is another awakening to God. We are due an awakening. What brings this on the scene? When men and women of God recognize, we need you. God, come visit our nation. Wake us up. Bring revival to your sleeping church. Let there be an outpouring of your spirit. Hallelujah. Every revival down through the ages, every awakening has started with a group of people, sometimes a very small group of people, crying out to God. Does prayer make a difference? Well, I love this passage of Scripture in James chapter 5, verse 16. If y'all can find that up there in the Amplified, James five sixteen, It's really long, but I want to just look at the last part of it in the Amplified version. I, I know I didn't give them any heads up. James five sixteen in the Amplified. Well, just listen. Look down at the part where it says, Be earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of who? A righteous man. That's why I ask you, do you know that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? For ages, that was one of the tactics of the enemy to keep the church from knowing who they were in Christ. And give the church this sin conscious, this unworthy conscious that, you know, they can't do, we can't do anything. We can't pray. We can't use authority. We can't use the name of Jesus because we're such unworthy worms. But not in this church. We're in right standing with God. Not through our own works, but through what? The blood of Jesus. We are new creations. Hallelujah. So this says, be earnest. earnest heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man. What does it do? It makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So when we pray, knowing who we are, knowing what the Word of God says, we can be assured that tremendous power is available. Power That brings about change. Power that blows up the strategies of the enemy. Power that destroys the roadblocks and the hindrances. Power that pushes back the darkness that's trying to invade our nation. This kind of prayer changes the atmosphere. Do you think that your life... Do you think that our world needs an atmosphere change? My, my, my. If our eyes were opened, I think that we would be, you know, thank God we'd see angels. Because more are they that are with us than they that are with them. But we would also see that the atmosphere is infested with darkness and demons. I mentioned Billy Brim. I was listening to her tonight. She was speaking down at a church in Collinsville. And this week, she's been invited to go to Washington, D.C. and to hold some prayer meetings. And this woman that contacted her said, we're getting as many Christians as we can to come to Washington, D.C. because she said there's been an invasion of darkness. That big, uh, big companies, and I don't know who all, are paying for protesters to come there. She said it's just... Demonic. They're dressed in long black garb, and you know, we don't want that invading our nation. No, in the name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. We can take authority over that stuff. Our prayers change the atmosphere and push back the darkness. Now, some of you may have heard of a man of God. He's been gone to heaven for many years now. E.M. Bounds. We have some of his books in the bookstore. This one happened to be called the best of E.M. Bounds. And I found this quote today, or recently, out of his book. Prayer. Now listen to this. This is real important that you get this. Prayer, in one phase of its operation, is a disinfectant. Did you hear that? Prayer in one phase of its operation is a disinfectant and a preventative. It purifies the air. It destroys the contagion of evil. The more effective God-inspired praying there is in the world, the better the world will be. It is a mighty force against evil everywhere. Woo! That went off in me. Prayer is a disinfectant. Have you ever uh, been in a situation where, you know, maybe something was growing in your house? A mold or something gross was growing? Or, you know, hopefully not. Or something that was just really stinky. You know, when you have little kids. We've had this happen before when our kids were little. And, they, you know, they throw bread or peanut butter sandwich or something under a couch. And you don't know where this smell is coming from finally you find the bread all moldy under the couch. But you know what? Sometimes there's something really stinky in a room or a situation and you can try to mask that smell. Well, let's just get some scented candles. That ought to take care of it. How about some air freshener? Let's spray that all around. And you know what? That doesn't work. It might temporarily work, but you got to get to the root of the stink. You got a disinfectant with heavy duty industrial strength Lysol or Clorox or whatever you use. And that's why this man of God said prayer is a disinfectant. It goes right to the root of what's making situations stinky. Hallelujah. Our prayers will clear demons out of the air. Our prayers will get evil out of the way. It changes the atmosphere of our lives. Prayer will change the atmosphere of our nation. You and I are atmospheres changers. We're not supposed to be reflecting what's going on around us. We're supposed to be changing it. I heard a man of God say this recently, and I love this as well. He said, there's too many thermometer Christians instead of thermostat Christians. For a minute, I went like, what's he talking about? He went on to explain, a thermometer tells you what the temperature is in your body. But a thermostat sets the temperature in your home. Let's not be thermometer Christians saying, okay, you know, this is the temperature. We just have to be like the rest of the world. The church might be cold. So we're just going to be cold. You know, this person, wherever I'm at it's all liberal there. So I have to be liberal. No, you don't. No, you don't. Don't be a thermometer reflecting what's going on around you. How about we be a thermostat and we turn it up. If it's too cold, we turn the temperature up and we say, oh no, that's not happening here. It's not going to be lukewarm in the Bay Area. The church is not going to be dead and dry in the Bay Area. We're going to crank it up in the name of Jesus. We're going to set the atmosphere. Amen. We have our part to play in what goes on in our lives, what goes on in our nation. We call, He answers. He has His part, but we have our part. Last week, we read to you out of Habakkuk chapter 3, and I want to turn back over there tonight. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 1 through 2, and I'd encourage you to listen last week, because we're not going to go in that much detail of it tonight. But out of the New King James, we'll do that one. New King James, Habakkuk 3, 1 through 2. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. Oh Lord, I heard your speech and I was afraid. Oh Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. So, what do we have a picture here? Can you sense his heart? He said, Lord, I have heard what you have done. Lord, I know how you have moved in the past. Last week, we read it out of the message. He said, I've heard what my ancestors are saying about you. And then his heart is do it again. Do you ever feel about that? You know, I like to read about past revivals and, and study them, but it, it doesn't make me say, Oh man, I wish I would have been alive then. It makes me say, You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you did back then, Lord, you're going to do it again, and you're going to do more besides. That's what Habakkuk was saying. Lord, revive your work. Do it again. And God always responds to the cry of faith. Mm -hmm. His ears are open to the prayers of the saints. Now let's look on down at verse 3. We didn't get this far last time. But God came from Timon. The Holy One from Mount Paran. Selah. His glory covered the heavens. And the earth was full of his praise. And verse four, his brightness was like the light. I want you to get that part. His brightness was like the light. He had rays flashing from his hand and there his power was hidden. Habakkuk called. God came. And how did he come? well look at this God came in power God came with light rays beaming out of his hands God never shows up anywhere broke sick (laughs) disgusted powerless absolutely not he showed up as God he showed up in power hallelujah showed up in glory and i love that phrase his brightness was like the light so then i started thinking about it when god comes light shows up when god comes light enters the scene Because doesn't the Bible tell us, and once again I'll give you a minute to find it, 1 John 1, 5, out of the Amplified. 1 John 1, 5, out of the Amplified, assures us of this, that God is light and He is absolute light. And this is the message, the message of promise which we have heard from Him, and are now reporting to you. Well, read that part with me. God is light. And then I love this. And there is no darkness in him at all. No, not in any way. When God, absolute light, shows up. No matter how dark it may be light always dispels darkness think about in genesis when darkness was hovering over the face of the earth what did god say light be and when he said light be did darkness say no i don't want to (laughs) go let me stay just a little bit longer If somebody was to back up to this building and they said, I have a truckload of darkness and start pumping it into this room, guess what? We wouldn't even see it because light is always greater than darkness. You walk into a pitch black, dark room and you turn on the light switch. Darkness can't start fighting and saying, no, go halfway back and say, no, I'm not leaving I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight the light. Maybe an hour later, then light will win. No. Instantly, light conquers darkness. Instantly, light dispels darkness. That's why we don't have to get despaired about what is going on around us. What does the Bible say? We're children of the light. Now, the problem is a lot of the children of the light have bedded down and buddied up with darkness. Don't do that. We're children of the light. Don't walk in the darkness. Don't yield yourself to the darkness. Let the light shine through us. Hallelujah. Because it will make a difference. It'll make a difference in the atmosphere. It'll make a difference in your home. Light Will triumph over darkness. Light will cause a spiritual awakening in our nation. We're believing it. That God's will, plan and purpose shall be established in our nation. What about the midterm elections that are coming up? You know us. We never tell anybody how to vote. But we tell you to pray and vote. But don't vote your political party. Vote your heart. Find out what people stand for. Find out what propositions are about. Don't vote in the dark. Vote in the light. Hallelujah. We don't want to be political, but we want to be scriptural. Hallelujah. Find out God's plan and God's Purpose, Amen. Amen. That it would be established and that the light of the glorious gospel. Oh, Lord, that's what it's about. The light of the glorious gospel needs to shine into dark hearts. There's no political party. There's no protest or rally or that kind of stuff in the natural that can change people. Unless people have a heart change, they're just going to follow after their father. And too many people are following the wrong person. They're following the enemy because they're not born again. But let's just stand right now. Let's just begin to ask the Lord. Father of light. Oh, let's bless him. We bless you. You are our father. And you are the father of light. In you there is no darkness. You are absolute light. And you are absolute life. Hallelujah. (laughs) Lord we thank you. That the life of God. The light of the glorious gospel. Brings change. Change into the hearts of men and women. Lord, we know according to your word that it is Satan. The God of this world. He's blinded the eyes. He's brought that darkness. But we take authority over spiritual darkness in our nation right now. And just agree with me. Let's just start doing this. Lord, we send the light. We send the light. We send the light to Washington, D.C. We send the light to Sacramento. We send the light to all of those in leadership and positions of authority. We send the light into dark places. And we expect that light to expel and dispel the darkness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Light be Light be just begin to declare that with me light be light be darkness go and light be eh oh oh la Oh, na 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 Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh, na 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 masamba kata na na ta ha. Drema shande In na 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 mashande na We declare it light, light, light. Masamba ba 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 Oh, let let there be a spiritual awakening, a spiritual awakening in our land. Oh, we are not going to let darkness invade our nation. No, 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 no. Darkness will not rule and reign. The righteous shall rule and reign. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Oh, let righteousness rule and reign. Let the light shine bright. Let the light shine bright from shore to shore, from border to border. Let there be a spiritual awakening let the glory of the lord cover our nation ye take o la la Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, last Sunday night, pastor got this in his heart about rally, because we were calling it a prayer rally. And one of the definitions of rally was to protest. And we know that that's what people do at these rallies. But you know what? We can take a stand in the realm of the spirit and we can have our own spiritual protest and we can put our foot down and say, no, you don't devil. Let's just do that right now. Just practice. No, no, you don't. No, in the name of Jesus, we take a stand for righteousness we take a stand for righteousness no no you will not have our land you will not steal our land no no, we take a stand we protest what you're trying to do we protest socialism trying to get a stronghold in our nation Did you know that that is the agenda of a lot of liberal politicians? Is they want our nation to go the way of socialism? I recently heard something about Venezuela, that back in the 1940s and 50s, it was like one of the most prosperous, most wonderful places to live, but they started going liberal, 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 liberal. And they voted in somebody that took their nation completely over to socialism. And that nation today is in complete disarray. Complete disarray. It, the economy has just crashed. We're not having that. I heard, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I don't know his name because I don't pay that much attention, but I heard some quote, big influential movie star on some talk show. And he said, we got to get past being afraid of the word socialism. Because he said, that's the direction our nation needs to go. I stood up and said, no, it is not. You lying devil, he might not could have heard me on television, but the devil heard me. And the forces of darkness that are trying to bring that influence. There's a move, folks. There is a move amongst younger people in certain political circles that are calling for socialism. Socialism is of the devil. Just ask somebody that's lived in one of those nations. We're not having it. We're having a protest rally tonight. So do a little more stomping. No. 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 We're not having socialism in this nation. Absolutely not. We are not having it. We protest what you're trying to do, devil. We protest that darkness and that blackness that you're trying to bring on people's minds no in the name of Jesus we are a Christian nation we are a free nation hallelujah In God, we do trust in this nation. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I see
1: in Jeremiah chapter six, if you could bring it up, Jeremiah six, verse 16 through 21. This is what the Lord says. Mm -hmm. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask which paths are the old reliable paths. <laughs> Ask which way leads to blessing. Mm. Live that way and find a resting place for yourselves. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 This is Hallelujah. Uh, in the message it says God's message. Go stand. We need to declare this over the next yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. They have no idea. No. Wh- the path that they're trying to tr- to blaze here it no. says Go stand at the crossroads. This is the message version. And look around. Ask for directions to the old road. The tried and true road. And take it. Discover the right route for your souls. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then there's one more. The Lord pleads, ask where the good road is. The godly path. Somebody say godly path. The godly paths you listen, many of these kids they grew up in church, many of them. Now listen to this version. I can't I, I guess this would be uh I don't know which version it is, but let me just read this. Ask where the good road is, the godly paths you used to walk in. You used to walk in them. Aha. In the days of long ago. Then the decree from the Lord says, travel there and you will find rest for your souls. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. How many of you believe the Lord wants us to walk in the old way, the true way, the tried way, the ways of righteousness? Oh, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. We put the net out for this generation, Father, their generation in the name of Jesus. We put the net out in Jesus' name. We say that the old way, the true way, the tried way, the way of righteousness, the way of godliness, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way in Jesus' name. And, Father, we pray for this nation, Lord God, that we lift up the foundations of many generations, Lord, they would that would have let things go, but in this church, we're not going to let go, we're going to hold fast like never before. We put out the hand of faith, we put the decree of faith in the name of Jesus, and we call in the spirit of God. God to move in righteousness like a river in this in this place in this nation thank you father for raising up voices raising up voices that will declare the truth 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 Like the prophets of Baal could not stand against the presence of the living God. When Elijah says, I'll show you the real God, the one that answers by fire. And when the fire fell, the people acknowledged the Lord. He is God. So we need to pray for the fire of God to fall on campuses. The fire of God to fall in our neighborhood. The fire of God to fall in, 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 in companies. The fire of God to fall. On churches and through churches and families and moms and dads and teenagers and, and moms and, and, and grandmas and grandpa. Let the fire of God, Brotista, the old way the true way the proven way I just heard this in my spirit I am the Lord I change not be careful be careful of the spirit of this world where everything is an upgrade everything everything is they're upgrading everything but you do not upgrade God you do not upgrade the word. You do not upgrade holiness. You do not upgrade righteousness. These are non-upgradable virtues. And if we, the church, will not let go, God will have His way. Hallelujah. <laughs> Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, the It said, pray per adventure God would give them repentance. We need, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. we need to pray that God would give repentance to those that need repentance. Come on, let's pray. Lord, help them to repent, which means to change, to change their mind. Just like he changed the Paul's mind shut yeah, the shut the mouths of the, shut the, mouths of the those wicked in design Lord deliver us from wicked and designing men, women and organizations their purpose is to do one of the things that you hate to sow strife and division among brethren to raise up false witness many of them father in the name of Jesus we pray father that you would shut the mouths of the lions the false lions and let the word of truth flow. Let it flow. Let truth be lifted up in the streets.
2: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You know, it's so important. We hear it around here all the time how we need to agree with God's word and how important it is to say the same thing. And so when, just recently, just, you know, praying over our nation and all that's going on, uh, the 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 idea came to me that you know uh, our flag is a be- very important part of what our nation is and when we we grew up most of us in this room here grew up saying the pledge of allegiance every single day when we went to school we pledged allegiance to the flag and I and and I was I was thinking about it, talking to my husband about it. And I said, you know, we would say I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Now, that is kind of why pledge allegiance to the flag and to the republic for which it stands this republic is one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all now some some people don't even know that they've never heard the pledge of allegiance they would never pledge allegiance to the flag But to us who grew up saying those things, we said it every day. It's in our heart. That's why it's so important that that flag is not desecrated or disrespected. It represents all that God did in this nation to begin this nation. One nation under God. Indivisible. And right now the devil has tried to divide us. He, yeah. And and I mean it's been going on for a while but now it's this it's the flag. No. We cannot allow this. We cannot allow this. And we, I just, uh, it's, it just seems so right that we talk about pledging allegiance to our flag and say it whenever you could think of it. Whoever you're with, hey, let's pledge allegiance to the flag. Just say it and say it and say it because it's those words are not out over our nation anymore. Do you see those precious words? are not out over protecting over you know they're they're not going before us and saying this is who we are yes yeah the prayer prayer and the and the flag now yeah, yeah. so it just seems that that's so important that's right yes yes yes, yes. yes. hallelujah But no more no more you know
0: the Bible, you want to pray, but when the Bible talks about when the thief has been found, hallelujah, he's been found out. We, this is oh, yes. Devil, we are not unwise no. and we are not blinded to your strategies that you for years have been pounding in our nation and for years you've been trying to get inroads and to bring division and to get prayer out of schools and and to keep our children from saying the pledge of allegiance we know this has all been strategies and tactics of the devil but in the name of Jesus in the name
2: of Jesus in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Name of Jesus we we take authority over the lying spirits we take authority over dividing spirits those spirits that are division spirits, those that want to uh, cause hatred and division and indifference and a maso kobareba sebaliba shonamangan badewisa talavosa kalamistas nena maka peravosa eh shotabrina man stombre gela brishan inamaso. Ha so kabate balebadeshte. We come against you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We come against you, division spirit. You may not... You have to go back into the sea. You go back where you came from. You get out of our country. In Jesus' name. You may not operate in this nation any longer. We take authority over you in the name of Jesus. And we declare unity... We declare one nation under God. One nation under God. One nation under God. Indivisible. We are indivisible. We are indivisible. One nation under God. God Almighty. The great and almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory to God! Glory to God! Woo! Glory to God! Glory to God! Glory to God! Ho 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank (laughs) you, Lord Jesus. Now, it has never been the will nor the plan of God for one group of people to oppress another. That's why that that pledge of allegiance said, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know what the civil war was? The civil war was judgment in our nation against slavery because God did not want that. It's wrong and it should have never happened. But his mercy caused our nation from not being destroyed. But it's never been the will of God for one person to dominate or to rule or to reign over another person. But it's never been the will of God either for liberals to stand up and to make Christian feel like, that there's something wrong with us? Absolutely not! We ought to be a voice in this nation that does stand up for righteousness. If we don't stand up for righteousness, then our nation is going to go dark. And some of you might be looking at me and saying, but I'm not political. You don't, we're again, we're not talking about politics. We're talking about Bible. We're talking about being biblical. I just hear this in my heart. Whose side are you on? The children of Israel. When they were out there in the wilderness and they got the Ten Commandments. Did you know that God, and He wanted to make it so clear. Not the Ten Commandments, but the blessing and the cursing over there in Deuteronomy. He wanted them to make so clear. The blessing was on this mountain. They read it on that mountain. The curse, they read on a different mountain. They were completely apart. But then He said to them, choose you this day. Who are you going to serve? Whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? I'm not saying I'm on the Republican or the Democrat side. I'm saying I'm on God's side. Hallelujah. Let's declare it's going to go God's way. It's going to go God's way in our nation. Let God be glorified. In God we do trust. In God We do trust... We trust in you, Lord. Hallelujah. We trust in you to bring an awakening to our nation. God, we're on your side. Woo! We're on the side. We choose life. We choose life. We choose to speak words of life. Words of life that penetrate the darkness. In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Our nation Our nation is going to go God's way Oh hallelujah We are not going under We are going over Hey 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 once again, we will be a light, a light in a dark world. Once again, our nation shall rise up, hallelujah, and send missionaries around the world like never before, hallelujah. The gospel shall be preached In boldness and in power From coast to coast From border to border Every city, every state Every who Shall know An invasion of the glory Of God Ha <laughs> Oh On that day Oh, ha 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 ha! Oh, let it We agree with the word of God, for as truly as I live, the whole earth that includes the United States of America, as truly as I live, the United States of America shall be filled, filled with the glory of the Lord. Not filled with darkness, not filled with division. Ha ha ha. Woo Ma Ha ha. Ha ha ha. And And Father, I thank you that you do give your people boldness. The people of God boldness to stand up and to say what is right. To stand up and to do what is right. And to pray out your plan and your purpose. And to walk in the light. Yes. Walk in the glorious light. And make a difference. Change the atmosphere. Change the course of our nation. Change the course of this state. The state of California. Oh, my bakasata. Your will be done. Lord, right now, you know what? We need to pray over the midterm elections. It's a huge thing. It's a huge thing in our state. It's a huge thing for the Senate and for the Congress. Sometimes after there's been a presidential election like there was a couple of years ago, then people, and Christians included, think, "Ah, I don't need to go vote in the midterms. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Devil, we are not. Losing any ground. You got something, George? Go for it. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. You know, recently, Shemaka. pastors has been preaching and teaching Shemaka. Shemaka. along the lines of wisdom, knowing the truth. Yeah. It, because the truth is what will set you free. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a moment here, a moment or two. Is that okay? And so... Um, as we hear the Word of God, it brings to us revelation and truth to our heart that we can make good choices. Many of us, including myself, have made decisions and choices adverse to the will of God. Are you with me? And it and, and wasn't terrible, you understand, but it wasn't according to what God's purpose and will is. So guess who had to change? Are you with me? Guess who has to change? I gotta change. How how many of you realize change isn't easy when you've made up your mind? (laughs) You know, recently I was, I had made up my mind and made some choices and decided that I was gonna buy a certain item. And it was a lot of money. And, and in a dream, that's how solid I was in making this choice. In a dream, the Lord came to me and said, it's, it will be a curse. Now, you would think after that, I would change my mind immediately, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that? so I thought he meant just that one item, so I kept on that road. Are you with me and, and so I kept going down that path, and it just the doors kept shutting, it kept closing, and things weren't weren't right, and you know, and i you know it was a stirring in my heart and but you know but Lord. You bless me with the, and then this is good, and it's great, and it's gonna be one, and it's gonna do this and that and another thing. Until I changed my mind. I had to change my mind and say, not my will, but yours be done. Oh, it was felt, I gotta tell you something. I did not move by what I feel, but it felt good. It felt good to be back in the will of God. How many of you want to be in the will of God? Hallelujah. Some of you tonight, the reason I'm saying, I know this is true. I know it's true for me, so it's got to be true for you. You've already made some choices. I said you've already made some choices about what you might or consider doing. When we go to the polls, if you've made some choices, you're going to need to make another choice. I said, you're going to need to make another choice. Not change, but you need to make the choice. Not my will. Not my will, but your will be done. When? On earth. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do they represent God's will on the earth as it is in heaven? Hallelujah. Don't believe a lie. Don't believe not the truth. Don't believe that lie. Believe The truth, for it is the will of God, the known, the known will of God, thy will, the truth that I know will set you free. Hallelujah. That's right out. I mean, I could have gone shandai, shandai and given it to you in a tongue and an interpretation, but I'm just telling you what the truth says about, and people, God loves you and he, whether you make that right choice or not, He isn't going to change His love towards you, is He? No, He loves you out and far beyond that. The difference will be your life as it is here on earth can be like it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Whew. Say that with me. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not my will, Lord, but Your will on my life not my choice your choice your will when I agree with you and you agree with me oh happy I will be hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah 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 thy will be done Lord your will not my will Oh, how the, to be free! To be free, Thy kingdom come, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth. I like to say, Thy will be done in my heart. Oh, that's when I—that's where you experience the Lord, don't you? To walk in peace, in harmony, in the blessings of God, because your your will is His will. Jesus is not my will be, I mean, he's sweating blood. He was making some tough choices. You think it's hard for you to make a change of mind? Think about the, the Lord sweating blood and changing his mind on saying, not my will, but your will be done. He did that for you and me. He made the choice to the point of sweating blood, drops of blood. Hallelujah. We None of us have ever had to go that far before. But I'm going to make that choice to allow Him to make the choice in my heart. I can walk away, walk in freedom, walk in peace because God's will is being done on the earth. Amen. Father, we love You. We thank You. We praise You. We thank You. We love You. Your will, Lord, great and glorious. Your will will be done as we trust You, as we walk in the truth of Your Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.